This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, let's get to our burning NFL questions going into week 18. We bring in producer Darius Dameron, who's got some of those items to go over. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Let's start with the top of the draft board. The Bears are currently set to pick number one overall, but will they stick with Justin Fields and trade the first pick, or will they take a quarterback at pick number one? There's everybody trying to look in and see what's happening right now, and there's a screen, and it's made of smoke, and all the smoke is, we're really thinking about keeping Justin Fields. We love him, and he's showcasing in these meaningless games. They're trading him. They're trying to build up his value. They're going to restart the clock, probably with a new regime in a, in a couple different places. They're taking the quarterback 1-1. They're trading Justin Fields. They're going to get hoping to get an early second or a late first or something for him. That's what they're trying to do right now is pretend that they're in love. They're moving on. That is what I would do. Right now, I think they're going to trade the pick. I think he has played, in their minds, well enough and shown enough now, they're saying they're going to keep their head coach, Matt Eberflus. I also think that's crazy. But if they do that, I would go get a different offensive coordinator. And I think they could talk their fan base into new OC, getting more out of him with Justin Fields. This is going to work out. I also think what they can get for the number one overall pick is just going to be astronomical. Uh, now, personally, you only got a couple years left before you got to pay Justin Fields instead of, Five years until the end of the contract of, say, Caleb Williams at 1-1, which is the tiebreaker for me, and it's why I go Caleb Williams. But my guess is they stick with fields, they trade back, they get all of the compensation. They're going to get a couple ones, couple of twos, they draft linemen, they draft weapons, and they try to elevate from around Justin Fields. And for the second time in as many years, they get a king's ransom for the number one overall pick. That's my guess. All right, let's talk about some good football teams. The Baltimore Ravens, the 40, San Francisco 49ers have clinched number one seed. First of all, should both of these teams be resting starters this week as we approach week 18? And then second, which team has a better chance to win the big game, the Super Bowl? Uh, second one first. I believe the 49ers have a better chance to win the Super Bowl. Now, Baltimore just destroyed them, so that's what everyone will remember, and they'll say if they play – Baltimore will win the game. I still think if they played in the Super Bowl, San Francisco would probably be a favorite. Maybe I'm crazy because the Ravens beat them so handily. But I think that was more of a Brock Purdy just fell on his face game than it was telling about the two teams. I think San Francisco's got a better shot because I just don't really trust 
other teams in the NFC. I would say right now, this moment, the second best team in the NFC might be the Rams, who almost lost to the Giants this weekend. Now, Dallas is right there, who just beat Detroit. But the Cowboys have flaws, right? The mm-hmm. Lions, it, it hasn't quite been the same over the last few weeks, and their defense is bad. The Bucks, the Eagles, the, the Packers, if they get in, like those teams, I'm not worried about them. In the AFC, even like Jacksonville right now is taking on a lot of water. That's a scary team They're if scary. Trevor Lawrence is healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills, if they win the division, they'll be rolling with Josh Allen. The Chiefs are going to rest Patrick Mahomes and start Blaine Gabbert this weekend. Kansas City looks like a shell of itself, Danny. But is that a fun matchup to, to go deal with Andy yeah, Are you Reed? sure you want that smoke? Patrick Mahomes coming to Baltimore. Uh, Cleveland's defense is not a walk in the park. I just think even though they basically will have to play the Ravens mm-hmm. and then probably the Bills or the Chiefs, and you're two games away from the Super Bowl, I think it's a tougher two games that lie ahead for them than probably San Francisco. So two things. One, I'm a rest over rust guy. Rest them. We haven't done this 18-week, 17-week gauntlet that many times. So the data points of, well, look at Tom Coughlin, played all his Giants players against the Patriots or whatever. That's cool. This is a new era. I'm a rest guy. I'm a hybrid guy. Like, I like starting the team, going through everything all week the same, maybe playing a quarter or something, and then getting them off their feet. Fine with that. Yeah, just to me, the the rest part of it, I think, is so underrated. When we talk about rest advantages every week when it comes to travel, hours off, et cetera, recover, I think it's that more important maybe than having a week off. Um, I like the 49ers for a different reason. I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. And, again, I don't think that's that hot of a take given what they've done here uh, over the last couple of months. To me, San Francisco, when they're healthy, they go basically to the conference title game and to the Super Bowl. When they're healthy and good, they get there. They've got the pedigree. They've done this before. There's still a newness to the Ravens. They haven't broken through yet. They're very, they're like the Nationals, honestly, where they've got, they've had some really good teams. They've been second best. They've been the one seed. They're going to be the one seed again. And it's, you know, it maybe not happened for them yet because they haven't gotten over the hump. There's a, there's a yeah, but sort of feeling in Baltimore right now. Uh, by the way, the 49ers are going to, this is just in from Shefty. They're going to be starting Sam Darnold Sunday against the Rams. Now, of course, the Rams are sitting Matt Stafford. That's Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Can I look for failed uh, quarterbacks that went number two overall in, in multiple stops? I actually color me interested here. I happen to I, – I think Brock Purdy's good. I just think that that's a system-created thing. I'll be curious to see what Sam Darnold looks like. But I'll say the same thing about him that I did Wentz. Mm-hmm. Does he get Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and McCaffrey? I, I'd be shocked if McCaffrey played because he was already banged up last week. So he might get – all backups with him. It's like him throwing to Juwan Jennings for four quarters. Not quite the same, but I'll be interested to see how he looks. Our guys Adam Amin and Mark Schlereth will be on the call for that. Hmm. Fantastic game there. Adam Amin giving you a bear hug. He gives a good one. Uh, let's go back out to Denver where there's drama brewing. Uh, Sean Pay- I don't think we've even talked about this on the show since it kind of happened last week during our, our holiday break, but is Sean Payton doing the right thing by sitting Russell Wilson the final two games? I'm going to say yes to that. It's it's a weird situation. Now, how awkward they were, apparently, if, if all the reports are believed, about coming to him and demanding he'd you know, alter his contract or he'd receive a benching. That's not a great look. That didn't really help anybody. Uh, if you want someone to alter their contract, you can do that, but you don't really want to hold things over their head, uh, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're out of it. You're not going anywhere. You're going to look to cut ties with him at some point. You have one of the worst dead cap hits in human history uh, coming up. But if you're moving on, then move on. I, I don't have an issue with it. I think some of the blowback Sean Payton's gotten on this has been weird. Like, Ryan Clark went off on ESPN yelling about how 
he's a uh, what word did he use? It made it seem like he was some like Tony Soprano or something. Like he's a bully and all. Basically, he was upset. Um, and I'm speaking about Clark specifically here. But, like he was upset that he screamed at him on the sideline. He's like, "How dare him yell at him like that on the sideline?" It's like coaches can't yell at players on the sideline now. And his point was, he never did this to Drew Brees. You mean the Hall of Famer who was excellent for every year that Sean Payton was ever with him? Like newsflash. 2024 Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, not the same guy. Uh, he right now, to me, by the way, it it is the Carson Wentz final year before Washington, that Indianapolis season corollary of like, remember how people would just look at his touchdowns and interceptions and be like, Carson Wentz was pretty good last year. Mm-hmm. And it was the ultimate, like, tell me you don't watch football and just look at pro football reference thing ever. That's Russell Wilson as a quarterback now. His numbers, you look at him, you're like, oh, 22 and blah, blah, blah. That's not bad. Watch the Broncos for nine minutes. He is a lot better than he was last year, no doubt about it. Doobie's honor, Because Sean Payton is a lot better than Nathaniel Hackett, Mm -hmm. even though everyone's upset about that. Because he was mean that time, and he said that thing about Hackett. I think media people hate Sean Payton. I don't really know when that happened or why, but I guess he's not a nice guy. I've never met him. I don't know him at all. But this happens to quarterbacks. This happened to Derek Carr last year. Nobody cared. I don't remember uh, Ryan Clark going on a seven-minute diatribe about it. I'll have to go look in the, the ESPN uh, annals for that. If, if his point is they went to him and they tried to go behind the you know the, the league proceedings and get him to like take a pay cut, yeah, that, that's some like mafioso, I guess, difficult nonsense. So you could call him on that. But the notion that he yelled at him on the sideline, you know, that, that they're, how dare you bench this guy with a couple weeks left? It's good business. You're you're cutting him. You don't want him on your team after this. He is not worth what you're paying him. His money versus his production holds your team back. So you have to move on. It's not your mistake. It was someone else's. Mm-hmm. You got you. They brought you in. They've given you the keys to the kingdom. They're saying clean up this mess. And you're going okay. Well, the first thing I have to do is mop up all of that spilled whatever that is over there. That's the Wilson contract. So he's. I'm going to bring my broom. It's a mess. It's a mess. And he, he's trying to clean it up. And I was like, how dare you bench Russell Wilson? What? Like, I, am I allowed to do what I want to fix my team or no? Should they have gone behind the scenes and done it? That's shady, I guess. That kind of stuff happens. Are, are players not allowed to hold out? Players can't not show up and can't not report to training camp while they're trying to get contracts? I don't have a problem when players do that. This is the team version for me where, where they're playing hardball and doing it their way. So, yes, he's doing the right thing. Uh, Russell Wilson is paid like an elite quarterback and plays like a very average one. I believe the phrase goes, who's got it better than us? Nobody. Right? Is that how he does it? Jim That's right. That's yeah, right. Harbaugh. Okay. Uh, so, Jim Harbaugh is preparing for the national championship game at Michigan. Will he still be with Michigan in 2024? Or is he destined to head back to the NFL? Jim Harbaugh is going to be a head coach in the National Football League. They're going to win the national championship over Washington on Monday night. He's going to do that wacky bit you just talked about on the podium. He's going to put like a pen into his khaki pants. And then he's going to you know go to his desk and he's going to write down a bunch of thank you notes. And then uh, three days later, we're going to find out that he and his agent have a meeting set up with the Bears and this team and that team. He'll do six or seven, you know, uh, like leaked reports that he teams are interested in him. He'll probably interview with two of them and then he'll pick his gig. I'll just get ahead of it. I don't see him as a fit here. I think that's a coach centric kind of guy. To me, he feels like GM head coach. Uh-huh. 
I think his ego is one that you need two bags to have, to, to fill up the overhead compartment with. And I don't think he's going to be answering to Alec Hallaby or some you know 39-year-old analytics type. I don't think Ian Cunningham's walking through the door and telling Jim Harbaugh who's playing and who's not. So I don't know if he's a fit here, but I think he'll be the head coach and he'll run personnel as the head coach somewhere. He's running the Pete Carroll playbook. And what I mean is, fast forward to, call it like April 2026. Investigation comes out, some kind of impropriety, blah, 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 having to do with Michigan, and they're voiding the championship. What we watch next week is going to not count. I mean, it does count. Everyone knows it'll count. Everyone will they'll celebrate, and they'll have a great time when they win the thing. But, yeah, it'll be voided. There'll be scandal chasing him. There already is some. He's already in trouble for a couple different things. His uh, three-game suspension, he basically tacitly admitted that they did the thing that he said he did. So, yeah, he's going to the NFL to try to outrun the uh, the accusations. Uh, the biggest One of the biggest stories that came from the weekend was David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, uh, putting his stamp on the NFL as being the <laughs> new worst owner in the league. Uh, the NFL fined him $300,000 after him throwing a drink on a fan that was caught on video. Was this a fair punishment, and why didn't he apologize properly today? Carolina, we've been there, man. You'll get through it. It's just going to take 30 years and a lot of losing. You got yourself the tyrant now. Uh, this horse's ass was not punished anywhere near enough. He didn't He didn't apologize, first of all. He's like, I should have let someone else handle it. Say you're sorry. Yeah. Start with, start with, I'm sorry. His big statement was, I'm passionate. Like a compliment. It's like when you go to a job interview and they're like, what's the worst thing about you? You're like, I just care too much. It's the, I, I take it too seriously. I'm passionate. I don't like, I think he said something like, I didn't react how I should have. That was the closest we got to yep. an apology. I am. I think he should have apologized. Yeah, pretty I, everyone, easy to do. You know, Hogs Haven was tweeting. I was tweeting with them last night at like 1230 in the morning, and they made a good point. They were like, I don't think he can apologize because there's a bunch of lawsuits coming his way. And that admits guilt. And I'm like, the, the video is pretty telling, too, as far as guilt goes, right? I mean... You can't say I'm sorry for th- doing the thing that's on video. I'm sorry that this happened. There's, there's, there's a, that word "sorry" should just appear somewhere. Uh, no, it's not even close to adequate. These are the people that are supposed to be the leaders. And it reminds you, it's not even a double standard. It's beyond a double standard. I mean, guys get fined a higher percentage of their paychecks for having socks that aren't exactly right or like playing football. You know, like guys, guys will make a tackle in the open field, and it's like, dude, here's your 50k. I know it's your game check, but you owe it to the league now. And this dude got one one billionth of his net worth. Uh, taken out of his whatever his monthly stipend off the backs of all these fans uh, because he acted like a, a a drunk douche in section four twelve like should be ten times more severe. Yeah, I cannot believe that he didn't get reprimanded in some way beyond a fine for a billionaire. I don't care what the fine is unless it starts with a B. They don't care mm-hmm. about your fine. Right? They don't. Whatever fine They'll you're go, giving them, it's fine. <laughs> That's what I told the commissioner. I said it's fine. They <laughs> don't it. care about it. Yeah. It's got to be either suspension, because all he cares about is meddling and being Mm -hmm. involved in everything. You can't talk to anybody. He can't be around the team for a few weeks as a minimum. I actually think someone tweeted me this last night. I thought this was smart. When owners get in trouble, they should be docked cap space or draft picks. Those should be the punishments. Mm -hmm. I think that's actually perfect. 100%. Guys would stop pouring cups on people. Not that that happens a lot. Maybe harassing people less. But when, when you start losing draft capital, or salary cap space, direct influence of your bottom line and your production and your team, way, way, way more noticeable to a billionaire 100%. than that $300,000. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 